0: about to witness the strength of street knowledge you're listening to dads with swag where your coach sean has the tools to help you navigate some of life's ups and downs let's do it whether you're trying to balance work and life going through a difficult time in marriage or trying to manifest that perfect mate sean can get you from where you are to where you want to be Loving husband and dad to two amazing girls. Your coach, Sean, can help you turn your dreams into goals and make them a reality. No more faking change. It's time to start making change with the swaggiest dad of them all. Your coach, Sean. What is up? Welcome back to another great episode of Dads with Swag. We coming at you live from the swaggiest studio of all, the brand new Dads with Swag Studios. Check it out. I'm really thankful for everyone that's tuning in to this show. Whether you guys are traveling on an airplane, bus, car ride, just tuning in on your commute to work. Whether you like to listen to Dads with Swag while you laying in bed With some earbuds in. Maybe wifey's watching the Kardashians or something. I don't care how you tune it in, but I'm thankful that you're all tuning in. I really appreciate it. Much love from the bottom of my heart. This week, we're talking all things help. How do you ask for help? I recently asked for help. It was hard. It was really, really hard. It's really hard to ask for help. Now, see, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory. My mom was a single mom for a long time. Right. And then I had a stepdad. And, uh, dude was in and out of prison, uh, not around all the time. And, um, I, I was left. My mom, my mom was a single mom. She did an amazing job. She did an amazing, amazing job. Uh, the best that she could do. Um, and she had some mental issues she had to deal with, some demons and crosses that she had to bear, but she tried her best, right? And uh, there's no playbook and there's no guarantee when you become a parent. And then I had a little brother and, you know, we're eight years apart. And there was a period in our, in our life when I had to step up to the plate, you know, and I had to, I had to take care of my baby brother because, you know, my mom was in the hospital and pops was in jail. Um, and the crazy thing about it is now that I look back on it, I had a tremendous tribe. My mom surrounded my brother and I with this tremendous tribe, right? This tremendous tribe of people that were there to help in case shit hit the fan, right? I had aunts and I had uncles and I had grandparents and I had my biological dad and I had those grandparents and those aunts and uncles, right? And then I had all my mom's friends and her work friends and, uh, you know, her high school friends and her, a long time friends people that we called auntie and uncle but even though they wasn't even related right we had this huge tribe and all i needed to do to relieve some of the stress off of my back was to ask for a little help right but i never did i never did i would ride i'd ride my bicycle down to the grocery store i don't know a couple miles away and i i'd, I'd I'd buy groceries, right? And back in the day, you could buy groceries with checks. And I didn't even know how to balance a checkbook. Thank God, God, God blessed me that my mom always had enough money in the account when I needed to write a check. I don't know how that money got there, but as far as I know, a check never bounced. So I'd write, I'd take the checkbook down to the grocery store, buy groceries, four bags. I can only get four bags of groceries at a time because I could only balance two bags of groceries on my handlebars right at a time because any more than that and i'd tip over it'd be too much weight so i can only get four bags of groceries at a time unless i was getting milk now if i was getting milk i can only get two bags of groceries because i'd have to have the bag of milk on one side and the other three bags of groceries i can get because i'd have two bags of groceries on one side and the bag of milk on the other side right gallon of milk but I could have asked for help. I could have asked an aunt, uncles, all kinds of people for help. But I was afraid. I was afraid to ask for help. One, I thought it would make my mama look bad. Two, I thought maybe my brother and I would end up like in foster care or something and get split up. Three, I was ashamed, right? I had this like, this this shame deep inside my body that I didn't even know was there until like, years and years after and a whole hell of a lot of therapy but i had this shame of asking for help made made me feel weak i could handle this shit, right so i would ride my bike all the way to the grocery store i would take my brother so then when i was in middle school i would take my brother I would draw, and I'd always get tardies in middle school, right? And I'm sure I don't even know if any of my teachers knew what was going on or knew why I was late to school. I have no idea. Like I look at that moment in time, I thought I had my shit together, right? I had, I thought I had all my stories together, all my lies ready to be told, right? To get me through the day. But now that I, I look at kids and I got kids of my own and I'm an adult, like a grown-up can tell when a kid's lying, right? I wonder if like those teachers knew. They didn't, might not have known exactly what was going on in my home life. And I don't know how much shit made the papers or how much was, you know, town gossip. I don't know how much about it made it to the teachers at the school. But I guarantee you that some of them teachers, they had to have known something was going on, right? I would get to school like an hour late every day. You know, and it wasn't because of irresponsibility. It wasn't because of sleeping in. It was because I had to walk my baby brother to school every day. I had to make his lunch in the morning, walk him to school, make sure that he got to school okay. And then once he was safe and secure at school, then I would go to school, right? And I'd have to walk to school or or take a couple buses to get there. So I was always late, right? And then in high school, it was kind of like the same thing all over again but I remember like in middle school which is kind of weird because my oldest daughter's in middle school right now and I couldn't imagine her having to take care of my youngest daughter and not knowing that help was available would she ask for help I don't know right it's bananas like why didn't I ask for help and then I was going through some shit you know recently and um the resources are there, right? The resources for me were there. They're there. They're right out in front of me. The resources are right out in front of me. But at no time did I ever think to ask for the help, right? And the way this this worked out for me, right, because God's got a plan for your life. I'm a firm believer in that. And the way that this worked out for me is that the help was offered to me. And then I accepted it, right, right? But I could have saved months and months and months of agony and stress and angst if I would have just asked for help from Jump Like a few months ago, I could have, you know, went to this person and said, yo, I need a little help. Can you help me? And of course the answer would have been yes, because when I didn't even ask for this help for this certain situation, the person can tell that I was anxious and that I was stressed about something and that there's something going on in my life that I needed help for I needed help with so they offered it they offered the help but I didn't ask for it so that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about like how come it's so hard to ask for help and then there's a whole nother demographic of people out there where it's super easy right it's super easy for them to ask for help they're always asking for help right hey can you help me move this couch hey can you help me get a job hey can you take my kid here hey can you take my kid there you know can you can you do this for me can you do that for me they can ask for help all the time right how how come it's so easy for them What were their life circumstances that made it so easy for them to ask for help? But then yet, there's a whole nether demographic, a whole nether population of people where it's so impossible for them to ask for help. And the people that always ask for help, are those the same people that are willing to help no matter what because they've been helped out so much? Or are those the type of people that when you ask them, when you finally break down and you ask them, for help, because you done, you know, taking their kid to T ball practice 42 times in the last three years. And this one time you need your kid taken to T ball practice. So you call them up and they say, oh, sorry, I can't do it. I don't know. I, I haven't looked into that. But I know that everybody, most everybody that I've come in contact with that's afraid or has resistance to asking for help are always the first people to help out. They're always the first people to raise their hand when chairs need to be stacked. They're always the first parent to be like, yo, I got you. I could take your kids to that event. I could help out in the classroom. I could do this. I could stay late at work. I could help out with that presentation, right? They're always the first ones. So that that's interesting to me as well. But what is it? What is it that holds us back? Is it something like that's ingrained in us? Is it is it something that God has put into us from jump? Is it a product of our childhood and maybe the way we grew up? Maybe you know, you know they they say like, you know, back in the day they used to say men never stop and ask for directions, right? That 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 saying's going to go out the window cuz everybody got, you know, google maps nowadays right so you know that, that's not even gonna work no more but they used to say men men wouldn't pull over and ask for directions right oh we know where we're going we don't need no help so is it more of like a male female thing like are females are women are they more prone to ask for help and men we don't ask for help that much i'm not sure it you know the there's a lot of research that, that shows things in different ways. Uh, so I want you know I want to ask my listeners, hit me up on social media at your coach Sean. you know, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, send me a, a direct message or whatever. and let me know what your thoughts are. like, do you ask for help? Do you have the ability to ask people for help when you need help? when you're coming up against something? And you need, a, you need a little help. You know, maybe you, you're looking for a new job and you ask people for help. Or are you the type of person like me that, man, it doesn't matter. I could be up against it. I could be up against it. And I will not reach out for help. I won't do it. I won't even ask somebody. You know how people will be like, yo, come help me move and I'll buy the beer and pizza. I will hire a moving company. Or I will do it all myself before I ask for help. It's crazy, man. Are there any other dudes out there, any other swaggy dads out there like me who just refuse, no matter what, to ask for help? But yet I'm always willing to help out. We're gonna take a quick little break and then we're gonna get right back into this when we get back, man, right back into this. Help. We need it. But how come we cannot ask for it? Now back to Dads with Swag with your host, Sean Alfonso. Welcome back to Dads with Swag. Check us out on iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We need all the love we can get. You can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com. Follow us on social media at your code Sean. And if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show, email me at sean at seanalfonso.com. You know, being a swaggy dad requires a lot of maintenance, personal health maintenance, hitting the gym, getting your hair did, you know, all this stuff that keeps you swagged out other than just buying a fresh pair of kicks. The easiest way for me to keep my physique and my health on point is care of. Now, check it out care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. All you got to do is take a quiz, but now hold up, hold up. I know people don't like taking quizzes. You don't like taking tests, but let me tell you this. This is the easiest test I've ever taken. Easiest quiz by far. I know I got a hundred percent, probably the only test I've ever gotten hundred percent on. You know why I know why, how I got hundred percent? Cause it's all about me. Care Of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, your health goals, and lifestyle choices. It only takes five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Then, your vitamins get delivered right to your door in a personalized, easy-to-remember daily pack, perfect for busy, on-the-go lifestyles. I have my box right next to my toothbrush and toothpaste. Every morning I wake up, brush the grill, rip open a new pack and take it down. And now check it out. Wifey's going to get some too. And you would think, hey, you guys might mix up your packs, but nope, because your name is printed on every pack. And like I said, Wifey and I, we're thinking about possibly having another kid. And Care of offers pre- and postnatal supplements with accompanying research to help mothers and babies alike stay their healthiest. What's easier than that? You don't have to go to the store, you don't have to go shopping or ask some pimply faced kid what kind of you know, vitamins and minerals you should be taking. It's all done for you online in the comfort of your own home in less than five minutes. And the package shows up right to your front door. I'm telling you, the easiest thing I've ever done. And once again, we have the swag out deal for you. All you got to do to get your 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins is go to takecareof.com and enter that promo code SWAG. Once again, that's takecareof.com, promo code SWAG, T a k e C-A-R-E-O-F dot com. And that promo code is SWAG for your 25% off your first order. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit delivery service that includes everything you need to cook delicious gourmet meals that you can feel good about. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. And when I say mostly prepped, I'm talking about the carrots, the onions, and things like that. I know definitely in my family, with these other meal prep kits that we've been using, when it comes time to chop up the onion, no one wants to get the job done. With Green Chef, it comes pre-chopped and pre-portioned. Green Chef's Expert Chefs design recipes with gourmet flavor you typically can only find in restaurants. We were lip smacking on some mushroom lentil flatbreads one night and had Asian chicken noodle soup the next. Delicious! With Green Chef's premium organic ingredients, you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. Green Chef thinks dinner should be planned around your life and not the other way around. And I know as a parent, we all have these busy days. We don't have time to worry about planning meals all the time. We're too busy getting back and forth from dance, gymnastics, soccer, volleyball, baseball, basketball, football. It's all planned out. So why not let somebody else plan your dinner as well? You hear me? And I'm going to hook you guys up like I always do with the swaggiest deal of all. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us forward slash swag. Once again, that's greenchef.us forward slash swag. And get your $50 off your first box. So why is it so hard to ask for help? That's what we're talking about today in this episode of Dads with Swag. Hit me up. Let me know uh, if you guys want to chime in on any of this. A couple of the key reasons, like in doing some research for this episode, a couple things that kind of stuck out to me were some reasons that people might not want to ask for help. One of them the fear of losing control, right? Once you ask for help, you're also giving up some control and some power, right? And I know me, I'm a uber control freak. So that might be part of my problem, right? I don't like asking for help because I like to feel like I'm in control. I could handle this, you know? So you need to check in with yourself and make sure that, you know, that's not one of the things That's holding you back. You know, a a lot of people say, you know, they don't like asking for help because then people gonna ask me for help. I don't buy into that as much. And, you know, let me know if if you disagree, if you're one of those kind of people, you don't like to ask for help because you don't want people asking you for help. In my opinion, I found that most people are always willing to help out, right? They're always willing to help out. There's just a group of people that necessarily don't like asking for help. But if somebody asks me for help, I'm always down to help them out. If you got a problem, you need to talk about it. Hit me up on social media. I'll help you out best. I can, you know, you don't. Another reason people don't like asking for help is they got a fear of rejection, right? You don't want to feel rejected. And I know I had talked about this in other episodes, um, where people don't like to say hi to other people in public. Like say what's up to a stranger. Or talk to a stranger and ask them how their day is going. Right? Because we're afraid that we're going to get rejected. We're afraid that we're going to say what's up at the Starbucks. And the person isn't going to say what's up back. And, and I've posed this challenge before. And I'm going to pose it again. I'm going to give you guys this challenge again because it works wonders. It's amazing I love it. when I do it, it works great and I've had so much positive feedback that people are like, oh my gosh, this is like changed my day-to-day interaction with people. I challenge all my listeners out there for 10 days, three times a day smile and say hello to a stranger and keep track of how many people smile, and say hello back, right? Now, be careful, fellas out there, right? Be careful because now and I shouldn't even have to say this, right? I shouldn't even have to say this, but I got to. Don't make it a creepy ass smile, like trying to flirt. Make it a nice, normal hello. How do you do, right? Don't make it awkward. Because that's different. And then, and also, like, make sure you like, are an equal opportunity high person. Don't just go after, like, the shorty you've been staring at at the gym for, like, three months. And now you're like, oh, Coach Sean told me to say hi. She's going to be the first hi I say today. And you're, like, waiting for her outside the girls' locker room, right? No. Like, in the morning, the first person you see at the office, smile and say hello to. You know, when you drop your kids off at school, if there's a parent you've never seen before, smile and say hello. If you're going to pick up some coffee, smile and say hello. Doesn't matter, looks, religion, race, I don't care. I don't care. The first person you see, you know, you're going out to get lunch, smile and say hello. And ladies, I know that sometimes when you smile and say hello to a gentleman, you know, it gives the wrong impression of that dude, and they think that's the open door to like come at you and holla and be like, yo, you interested in me? Nope. I was just saying hi. So then don't say hi to a dude. Say hi to other ladies. Say hi to older guys. You know, say hi to old men. Old men, they, man, you'd make a old man's day if you said what's up. And I guarantee you they're gonna say hi back. Or just save it, you know, if you're if you're worried about that and you're worried about a guy thinking that you coming on to him or getting attention you don't want, then just save it for ladies. But try that and see how much better your day goes, right? See how much better these little conversations can start up, right? And before you know it, while you're typically just waiting in line to get your coffee every morning, playing on your phone, now you've had a two-minute conversation with somebody, and it's really going to make the rest of your day that much better. I guarantee it. Don't let that fear of rejection hold you back from asking for help. Don't let it do it. Because, yeah, you're going to get rejected sometimes, but if you don't ask, you don't know. I go to a lot of charity events, and there's a, there's one auctioneer out there. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she always said, every charity event she's always at at, she'll be like, you know, if they do like a cash call or something like that, she'll always be like, is there anybody who's willing to donate a million dollars? Right. And people are looking at her like, no, you know, maybe 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, 5,000 bucks, but a mill, like, come on, you got to have deep pockets. You just dropping a milli at a, Charity event, that are they booze you up pretty good. Because most of the time, if you're making those kind of contributions, it's like planned giving, right? And you've contacted the organization in advance and you've made a, a plan on how to give this money. Uh, but then she always follows it up with: if I don't ask, I don't know, right? Because there might be that one day, that one night, that one time when somebody in the audience has never heard of this organization before and they're ready to drop a million. But they might settle for $20,000 because nobody ever asked them if they're willing to donate a million. If you don't ask, you don't know. So don't worry about that rejection. Another reason they say people don't like to ask for help Is because they feel they got it too good, right? We already, by being born in the United States and by having a refrigerator in our house that has power to it and cold food, we're already the top, I think like 15% in the world or 20% in the world, right? If you have a refrigerator in your house, you're already the top 20% in the world because there's a lot of people out there Millions of people out there who don't even have a refrigerator, let alone running water or indoor plumbing, right? So they think, we got, I got it too good. I got it too good. I can't be asking people for help, you know? I, and I know I fall into this trap too. I got it too good. I could afford to pay a mover. I'm not going to ask somebody to come help me move this couch. I could afford a housekeeper. I'm not going to ask somebody to come help me keep my house. Help me, you know, do this or do that. Help me lay some tile or change a toilet. I don't know. But we think we got it too good. So we don't deserve the help, right? Oh, why does that dude need help? He don't need no damn help. Why does she need help? She's got it made in the shade. Don't let that hold you back. You got, we got to stop comparing ourselves to others, both positively and negatively, right? We got to just stay in our lane and live our life and not worry about what's going on in other people's lives or what's going on with them. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to put yourself out there and let somebody know, whether it's a friend or a relative, that you need help with X, Y, and Z. I need help. I believe you have the resources or the skill set, or the God-given talent to help me with this, and I can use some help. And then see how it goes. I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, that person is going to be honored. Honored that you came to them and asked for help. And it could be easy like, yo, me and my family are going through it. You know, a family member just got diagnosed with a disease or my husband's not feeling well or I just lost my job. Can you pray for me? Can you pray for me and my family? Right. It could be something as easy as that. You know, it doesn't have to be something big like, yo, can you hook me up with a job?" Or, yeah, my kid needs a recommendation to get into this college. Or, hey, I know that you know somebody, you know, who plays on that professional sports team. Can you get me some free tickets? Or, hey, I need help with my car payment this month. You know, it doesn't have to be big shit like that. It could be little stuff. Like, hey, you know, my grandmother's not feeling well. Can you pray for her? But it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're less than. It doesn't mean that you're inferior. And I'm telling you, man, people love to help people out. And flip the script. Flip the script. Put yourself in their shoes and ask yourself for the help. And what would your answer be? Right? It'd probably be, of course I'd help you out. And you would probably feel honored that that person thought enough of you to come to you, reach out to you, and ask you for help. So the next time somebody asks you for help, I want you to think long and hard and answer with yes, if it's feasible. And the next time you need help, I want you to reach out to some people, even if it's me, and I want you to ask for help. We out.